I've got my tea and biscuits. Uh, I'd say we're about ready, mate. Yeah, shall we do a quick sound test? Let's rock. Testing, testing, one, two. Houston, we have no problem. Copy that, Red Leader. What's this? Incoming broadcast. What? From who? <laughs> Never seen this shit before. From James. J Who's James? James. James. It's me, James. James Mason. James, James Mason? Mason? Gentlemen, gentlemen, calm down. We have a new enemy. The son of Skywalker must not become a Jedi. Ha <laughs> I'm so contemporary. Clearly. How do we know it's really you, James? Of course it's me, you silly sausage. Don't you recognize my face? It's a still image. You know, you could be anybody. Can't we have a video chat? Video chat? I'm calling you from the afterlife, you ungrateful tosspot. Do you know the strain this is putting on my soul and vocal cord? I don't have a lot of time, you bloody ingrates. Well, listen, we'll be good. That's better. Now that the tomfoolery is over, I have a message for you boys, and you'll do well to prick up your ears. I've been watching and listening to your shows, and although I find them delightful, there's something that's been troubling me. What? What, what is it, James? The Golden Biscuits. The Biscuits? Yes, the bloody biscuits. You're handing them out willy-nilly. Everything has a golden biscuit. What kind of film buffs are you two? Don't you have any standards? But James, we've reviewed some really good films. Most of them classics. I want to hear your thoughts on some different films. I'm bored of you waxing lyrical about Evil Dead 4 and Jaws the Return. I suppose we could branch out. Maybe a little. That's my boys. Well, I must be going. I'm off to wet my whistle with Frank, Dean, Sammy, and the boys at Club Obi-Wan. Dean Martin? Frank Sinatra? Sammy Davis Jr.? Yes, aren't they wonderful? Bloody good company, too. Can we see them? Are they with you now? Mm, I'm afraid not. I have to put this delicately, but uh, they think you're shit. Even Frank? Especially Frank. Bing likes you there, but Bing likes Spider-Man 3. Yes, dear, I'm coming, I'm coming. No, no, tell him I paid last night. Gentlemen, I have to go. Sammy has forgotten his wallet again. In the spirit of your new direction, I have taken the liberty and rewritten your entire schedule. Do be good and check your email. Ta-ta! Hello, welcome to Geek and Biscuits. I'm one of your hosts, Grant. Um, unfortunately, I've got to introduce Dan. Um, <laughs> hi, Dan, how are you? Um, that's Hello. not unfortunate for the audience, that's unfortunate for you. <laughs> <laughs> how you doing? 
All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. Sorry about the long-winded intro. So, um, today... I just, can I just interject really oh, quickly? Based on the last episode, yeah, because we did World War One Eighty Four. Um, just wanted to let you know that since we watched that, um, Gal Gado has turned around in a statement and said that she watched uh, she watched it again recently. One yeah. Eighty Four, and she cried. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Maybe that's what the hashtag me too is. <laughs> <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't for the same reasons, I'll tell you. I just thought I had to get that out. She sat there and some, I think the first, the opening scene, um, apparently made her really emotional. And it just said, Galcoda uh, says, I, I cried when I watched it. I was like, yeah, yeah, I think we all did. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. I just thought oh, I just no, wanted no, to get that out. That's, yeah. that's absolutely brilliant. That's absolutely brilliant. I love, I love it when celebrities lie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll start on a laugh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and incidentally, that's more laughs than I got at this film. <laughs> um, right, actually, got one not out of me. Um, right, so without further ado, obviously, mm. um, you guys have clicked on the title. If you don't know, can't read, and you've accidentally clicked on it by accident, we are talking about Ghostbusters or Ghostbusters Answer the Call or Ghostbusters 2016, directed by Paul Fieg. Sorry. Um, right, so, Dan, mm. obviously, we're talking for a tiny bit years ago. Um, so obviously we're all aware of Ghostbusters and we've discussed all various different forms of Ghostbusters on our, yep. um, on our channel, our very first episode. Yes. Um, yep. So <laughs> I think I know and you know where your Ghostbusters, um, you know, where, where you started from, how you got into it. But what about 2016? When did you first hear about it? What were your initial thoughts? Um, how did you not pass out from uh, dying of shock at the news? I, you see, I, and I want to put this out there that I, this this probably will be quite a heavy-handed. You know, I'll, I'll be honest with you, straight off the bat, I didn't enjoy this at all. Um, so I, I'm not going to go into this. I'm not saying, and before people even start, this isn't because it was a female-led Ghostbusters film. I want to get that right off the bat. It, it isn't. You know, it's the fact that. <sighs> It was it was wrong from the beginning. The, the problem is, Ghostbusters, like we said in the first episode, we've been wanting a proper Ghostbusters three for so so long. We've been wanting the third part, you know, and it, it yeah. just didn't come to fruition. The fact that on the the initial when they first mentioned the, the Ghostbusters or the gestation period is going to be the the Apatow clan, um, you know, it's going to be all those sort of doing it. You think, oh great, yeah, yeah that, that's great, great group. I've got no problems being, you know all women or, or mixed sex or, you know, whatever. It doesn't, that doesn't matter. As long as the characters are good, as long as the characters are believable. And that's what, that's what won me over for Ghostbusters 84 <laughs> was the characters. Seeing this come along and at the height of these, you know, we'd had bridesmaids. I didn't care for bridesmaids. I understand its appeal. You know, I understand why it made it make this money. Um, picking out, you know, Melissa McCarthy, um, yeah, you know, I don't. This she's a bit marmite for me. There's some films that I'll watch and think, you know, she's she's great if she's playing off with someone who's really good. Saint Vincent with Bill Murray, she's good in that. Um, but then for every film like Saint Vincent, you've got a Tammy, which is just you know dire identity um, theft or fee. Yeah, whatever. That was one of the worst films I've seen as well. Again, um, talked about it last time. Christine Wiig. You sort of think, you know what, well, you know. I, if it's 
if it's good, if it brings something new to it. And even that first teaser trailer I mentioned in 1984, mm-hmm. yeah, first teaser, and it sort of kind of set me up as like, well, well maybe they're saying it is a continuation, maybe it is its own thing. This sort of almost teased yeah. that it, it was its own part of the franchise. And then when the second, the international trailer came out and they'd done away with that and they just said, no, actually, it's a full-on reboot. Like, really? This, yeah. this isn't a good idea. This isn't a good way to go. Um, so I think from the back, from right from that first step, it just felt like mistakes were being made early on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, not to jump too far ahead, but I think as far as that, when the fact that there's an entire scene dedicated to them looking at YouTube comments, yeah, people trolling, trolling them as ghost female Ghostbusters, which is what was happening in real life, and that they, yeah. they felt that they had to address that in the film, which they, they shouldn't. A film shouldn't need to do that but sorry to digress but no 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 no, no, you're absolutely right i think i think it's really important actually because um there's two things for me one i was a little bit pissed off about a all-female cast and again i will say that that's not a sexist thing it's a it's um i mean my god we've talked amazingly about ripley and sarah connor and stuff and even wonder woman even though the film was trash but um i think that anything now you've already established the universe so anything now just appears like um tokenism like yeah. a publicity stunt like you, you know what i mean just just a grab for people for a different audience um like rather than actually take the time out to re to, you know to revigor the universe to, to, to bring life back into it. it's like what can we do that's radical but yet the same like yeah. it's almost like look at these four women how fresh will it be that the ghostbusters but actually all the script will try and it all the big beats from the original yeah like, fucking really yeah <laughs> like, yeah that's it that's it it brought absolutely nothing new and 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 made things gimmicky. worse yeah. yeah yeah it's um and i can remember i sat at work four years ago and when the trailer came and uh, i sat down with um uh kieran and and i'll just name drop them so hopefully if they do listen it'd be nice to know and not to drop them into anything really um <laughs> terrible but we sat there and we were just like this looks bad like yeah really bad um i was already on the back foot as a lot of ghostbusters fans where if it's not going to be a third one if the gang's not going to be back then you, you have no right to use the title like like if yeah. i'm not invited to my play box you can't use my toys either mm. kind of kind of thing yeah, yeah. um yeah, and we, 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 two female staff members walked in and spoke to us and said, what are you watching? And we showed them the trailer, and one of them was like, this looks really bad, like really, like poor, like completely agree with us. And then the other one was like, well, you, it's just sexist, isn't it? You, you guys are sexist if you're complaining about the film. And mm. and I feel then that was my little window into what the fuck's going off here. To, yeah. <laughs> Like you said, there was a there was a little bit of, of a troll campaign, and there always going to be. But like, welcome to the internet, like two thousand one. Mm. Like you, you could put the best film out, the best trailer, and you'll always get somebody. Um, there's guaranteed people that always comment and say it's shit. Yeah, and someone will always name a sequel and then put electric boogaloo next to it. They're the always <laughs> things guaranteed yeah. in, in forums, so it's nothing new and 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 stuff. So I think like. I just thought there'd be nothing too good to came of it. And then I don't know if you saw this only 
leaks and the emails yeah. that were started to threaten Bill Murray that he has to be in this film and mm. you know part of his contract and stuff and and I was bit by bit I was reading some of the leaks and some of the scripts and and I was thinking a dance scene really in Ghostbusters um, mm-hmm. yeah this is bullshit this sounds t- it can't yeah. be this bad well <laughs> welcome <laughs> The 2016 Ghostbusters was fucking worse. <laughs> you see, the dance scene for me, it was was part of, even though it's not the Ghostbusters themselves who actually dance, just reminds me of um, Universal Studios because Beetlejuice, yeah. like the, they did a, a day show. Um, Beetlejuice possesses the Ghostbusters and makes them dance. Yeah. Um, and to me, it just felt like that's what it felt like. It just felt like they'd gone, ooh. People who, who go to Universal Studios like this, they like to go see the Ghostbusters, you know, mm. and they like to see him dance and mess about his part and parcel of that experience. So let's just put that in there for no reason whatsoever. I, I just... <sighs> yeah, unoriginality, mate. All, yeah, all borrowed just... ideas. All borrowed. And I, you, you, you very kindly, like, um, lent me a copy of the Ghostbusters documentary, if you remember. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about all things Ghostbusters revisiting yeah. Um, and stories I've read, commentaries I've listened to on the on the film, YouTube um, videos, stuff. And the thing that always struck me about it is you've got Dan Aykroyd that wrote this fantastical version in the future of a team, of, of, of a group, of a larger team like cops or police or anything. Um, and everyone scaled it back. And Reitman and, and Ramis were like scale it back set it now it's got to be contemporary mm. and ramus was like the funny thing about ghostbusters is it's the juxtaposition between the mundane regular stuff almost like the janitors and this fantastical yeah. world that you can start this film with bill murray sleezing his way into some girl's pants <laughs> yeah to a giant marshmallow man yeah this film is a fucking cartoon yeah yeah <laughs> it's understandable. I, <laughs> see my problem i i the opening sequence as it started you know and uh, as it Introduces and the title comes up Ghostbusters, right? Yeah. And it's just it's it's the same font, block silver done in three D. It's flashy. Mm-hmm. It just says Ghostbusters over New York City. There's nothing. It's like the original. There's nothing special. Like all the, the it, you know the title comes in the ghost. You get the mm-hmm. the music beat comes in. In fact, the only time they really play the mute the Ghostbusters actual theme, well, twice, is the Fallout Boy version, which just doesn't sound right at all, and an orchestral version. Which yeah. comes in later, which doesn't sound right either. No. Um, but, but it comes up, and then they do this sort of sequence in the um, the, uh, the sort of manor house. Yeah, people are being um, taken tours around, aren't they? Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I thought, right, fair enough. They're not doing the library ghost yeah. introduction. They're doing a, a riff on you know the whole library ghost, and I thought, you know, fair enough. I can see what it's, it's going. It's 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 all right. That opening bit was was okay. Yeah, you know, I'd seen it, seen it be done before, but fresh oh, yeah. eyes and all that. Um, and then obviously, you know, like you cut Charles Dance, purely wasted, absolutely yeah, wasted. wasted. I think of Charles Dance, great actor, lovely, yeah. lovely bloke. Um, Same with Ed Begley Jr. as well. I think he's oh, quite, Begley, quite yeah. a good. Seconds. Introduce Christian Wiig, who's again just playing playing a bit different, playing a bit mousy again. She's you know. You know, and, and I can see where they're going with her character. She's not, she's not any of the original Ghostbusters. No. Yeah, you know, which is nice. Yeah, 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 absolutely. 
but then straight away your involvement as soon as you get to Melissa McCarthy's and and um uh, uh Kate, oh, Kate McKinnon, yeah. yeah. You're straight in with Kate McKinnon is Kate McKinnon. Yeah. She's just she's playing it weird like she does in absolutely everything else. And Melissa McCarthy, even though she's toned she starts off toned down, it takes her like all the three seconds to get into that sort of nasally shouty yeah, well, thing she does. To me, it's almost like they got Melissa McCarthy and said, right, we need you to play it slightly down. And she carried on and they just like slipped some like kind of drugs into a coffee to slow her down. That's what it seems like. And then she wakes up halfway through the scene. (laughs) I just, it doesn't, they went so out of the way to, um, to make Kate McKinnon's character weird for the sake of being weird. They just went, oh, you're you're a crazy scientist who, who deals with you know nuclear physics or whatever it is. Um, you invent. Let's get to queef. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, let's queef. Let's give you let's give you Egon's haircut from the real Ghostbusters cartoon series. Yeah. Um, and we'll just have you making. I mean, the first thing they turned around and said, oh yeah, we made a reverse tractor beam. Oh, so you made something that pushes things. Yeah. What's that got to do with anything? I, know. I just don't, you know, what's, you know, oh, by the way, you remember when we wrote this book because we saw ghosts when we were little? Yeah, yeah we're still doing that now. It's, I just, you know, because in the 80, in 84, the, the, the study and the, the further study in it, you know, it's, it's an ongoing thing. They're all involved. So they've all got that common bond, Egon, Ray, and, and Pete. Yeah. Um, and having them forced out, you know, you feel like it's you know that's the only thing they've got going for them. Yeah, you know, is is the job. Whereas this, like, yes, yeah, she we was about to get tenure. She's worried about this, you know, this book coming out and everything. She could quite happily turn around and go, you know what, Do you know, what? it's all right. I'll just not show my boss the Amazon page that I'm hiding on my desktop. Yeah, don't yeah. have to find out about this book. And even if he does, she just turn around and go, that's something I wrote in my youth. Um, doesn't apply to me anymore. So I did it. it. It just seems so convoluted. It's a cartoon. It's a cartoon world. It, it's mm-hmm. a. I know I said it at the beginning, but it really does. Like Ghostbusters is a coming into business story. Like like yeah. like Egon's weird but real. Ray's like techy but oh, full of heart and like you'd be your best buddy if you're on the team. He'd, he'd yeah. be your anchor and stuff. Bill Murray's a cunt and you love him and he's and he's like he's an opportunist, but he's great. He's our little con yeah. man and he cares about these two people. Yeah. And he's the first to defend them. Um these guys exist from scene to scene. They spend more time on fucking jokes about Chinese takeaway than they do on setting the rules of the universe up about what yeah. they can do to ghosts. Can we catch them in a trap? No. Can we shoot them dead and they lie on the floor? Yes. What the fuck? Yeah, that's the thing. It didn't any of it. The, the 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 rules that they've created for themselves just went out the window. I just didn't get. You know, it's sort of rushing forward to because it is such a mess. It's just rushing forward towards the end where they are um, zapping the ghosts. They are some sort of, you know supposed to be busting. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you know, fair enough. They've they've tried to make them look different. They look you know they tried to make them look uniformly pretty. Yeah. Them sort of blue you know, with it and phasing in and out of skeletons or things and yeah you've got the odd monster one you've got like the dragon bit and stuff like that fair enough um but yeah having the lights sort of lay unconscious on the floor it is they haven't set any kind of are these things corporeal or not are they well, the bottom from ghost chipper does they call it as you <laughs> well that's the thing that to me that was like they couldn't just be ghostbusters they had to sort of go we've got oh we do need to do something different oh let's make these different weapons let's have grenades let's have 
Yeah, it's the, well, I mean, the handgun things. It, it felt There's an alternate like... cut, you know, where she lit, Kate McKinnon licks it and she dies from radiation poisoning. That's my favourite <laughs> cut of <laughs> I just feel like they, they have to invent new ways of, of doing the same thing. And it just, it annoyed me so much that they, the proton packs were smaller. I, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, the design looked fucking awful. But yeah. it's the way that they went, oh, we've got this on, we'll put a Faraday cage on it, that'll make it safe. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's all right, so you're putting a colander on back on it. Well done. Well, you yeah. Know. You know, and it's, but then within the next scene, after they realised everything was too heavy just to carry the proton packs, she went, oh, don't worry, I've done this, I've done that, I've done that, I've done that to it. Uh, they're now really lightweight and they don't have as much kickback. And, oh, by the way, you've got pistols and stuff as well. Yeah. And the pistols, and the, the oh, my God, the pistol throwing, grabbing people and using like a like a lasso to fling these ghosts about when they can't use yeah. the normal proton packs properly. No, no. It's, it's just, oh. It's, um... It feels like, you know, there's a very fine line between filler and, and dialogue and, 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 and building up characters to, you know, create an arc for them. But it does feel like like it's a collection of, like, every Saturday Night Live maybe sketch from it, every time yeah. the Ghostbusters film yeah. came out and they just crammed together. Like, how forced and convoluted is the dialogue where, where the guys on the subway... Oh, show me what this ghost looks like. Mm. Draws it. That's my awful attempt at spray painting. Mm. Um, but he's spray painting on the wall, and she's like, "No, no ghost." So he's like, "Oh, I'll put a line through it." And then they look. They don't even look at it. Mm. There was no point to him drawing it. And it's just every film is like, "Oh, yeah, let's test out this equipment for the second time." Yeah, in, in the time, the day we've had in the in the universe of the film, I've invented these three new things. Do you want to try them out, guys? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah. And you know what? I, the biggest, one of the biggest evils about it is that the motivation for the villain to want to destroy the world is that he's been picked on a bit. Yeah. And they barely mention it. Yeah. They barely mention it. It's, it's a throwaway sentence about no one liking him and him not, you know, yeah. him, being, him being bullied. It's a throwaway line and he's trying to, uh, this barrier that, that, uh, this pissed me off as well. They talk about this barrier that's preventing ghosts crossing into our universe. That, out of nowhere, um, Melissa McCarthy and Christian Weeks talk about that they've known about it forever. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Really. They do an interpreted dance to it. Yeah. And it's it's a song from what they did when they were about 13. So these 13-year-old girls know about this barrier that's stopping the How? All she did was see a grandma at the foot of the bed. Yeah. And then she it, wanted to suppress that because she was bullied. Yeah, Melissa McCarthy didn't even mention seeing a ghost herself. No. She just tacked on to her mate. Yeah, it's... It, 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 the whole thing, you know, I mean, they make the joke about the firehouse. They couldn't afford it, so they above a Chinese. And like you said, they keep going on about how shit this Chinese is because she only gets one one ton. Oh, fuck, I don't give a shit. Where's the comedy in that, though? Like, where's the comedy in it? It's, it's, it's awful. Chris Hemsworth comes along, right? And the thing that Chris Hemsworth is is charismatic and funny and brilliant. He's a great actor. He's none of those things in this film. The one time, two times I laughed, right? And we, I must say, we watched the extended cut. You've not seen the actual original cut, have you? Yeah. This is the first time you inflicted this pain and misery upon you. Um, so there's two things that made me laugh in this film. 
one where he's been interviewed and he asks if he can bring my cat into and it turns out it's 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 got a dog called Michael yeah. Hat. And, it, and I laughed at it, and it is a funny joke, but it is so out of place, it's unbelievable, and it looks like they're just riffing at the table. Yeah. Um, and the other one is Ozzy Osbourne when he went, we did that in 74, wankers, <laughs> to uh, the Ghostbusters when they're on the stage, which is not in the regular court. He just yeah. goes, Sharon! And, like, Ozzy Osbourne's there. Um, what year were we in? 2016? Like, God bless Ozzy Osbourne and everything he's done, but... I think it's obviously with Black Sabbath and everything great, and then his popularity came again when reality TV hit. Yeah, wow. yeah. Are these guys ten years too late? Ten years too late. Yeah, because has done and done and dusted a long time ago. It's not. It's not current. It's not. I don't know. It's the only thing that really made me smirk was, and I said this to you before, was Bill Murray's hat. <laughs> Bill Murray's jaunty hat. When I first saw him, I giggled. You know, I was like, well, I didn't even giggle. I just, I just smirked. And that was it. That was the literal, yeah. the, the only, only yeah. thing out of it. And, and this, this might get me a lot of stick. It might be a, a, quite a lot of stick for this. I don't care. All right. But is it Leslie Jones? Is it? I don't know. Leslie right. Jones. Leslie, Leslie Jones. Jones. Yeah. Right. Patty. Patty. Yeah. Patty is one of the worst characters ever put to screen she's annoying obnoxious all she does is shout and she made a big stink online about people don't like her because she was a woman and she was black it's not that it's got nothing against her being a woman or being black at all it's yeah. the fact that her character is so poorly written all yeah. she can do is yell at the screen to get anything across and it's not funny and it's not clever i was annoyed by her because all she did was scream and shout i actually and wanted this. rowan to win <laughs> yeah, but that's something you said a long, long time ago, um, when we first talked. Or first, in the, the in the trailer was the the power of Patty comes compels you. Line. The, the Exorcist is is ingrained in a lot of people's minds, but for younger audiences, for newer or new audiences, which this film was aimed at, yeah. that joke's just gone completely over the head. And, and for the older audience, we've seen it before. Yeah, we've done it's, it. Before. Yeah, I just I don't. And, and the fact that she just she just decides that she's going to be a Ghostbuster. Yeah. There's nothing. She just turns up one day and goes, oh, yeah, well, I'm in then. I've got, I can get access to a car. Yeah, and they're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> all right then. <laughs> what the fuck? There's no business plan. I mean, I know that sometimes films don't have the time to get through for that, but Bill Murray's coming out after mortgaging. He's, was he remortgaged his parents, take out three mortgages or remortgage something? Yep. And there's a big joke about not being able to afford anything. And he goes to franchise rights alone and this and that. And, and you so you can accept the fact that you know they're, they're going to be an extermination squad. And they're, going, they're going to be they're going to have enough money. Yeah. On them. yeah, yeah. This film is just not set in the real world. And like the the, the scene with the um, I think the guys off SNL. Um, and he's one of the um, mayor's protection guards or agents yeah. or whatever. And he gets in the car and it takes him, he gets in the wrong car, then he gets in the other car, then he pushes all to yeah. the side, he I keep watching you. And it's just, the the dialogue between like the, the riffing is ridiculous. It is awful. It feels like, like they're warming up to... to oh. Sorry to interrupt, there is one thing I did actually laugh at. I've, I remember what it is. It took me a while to remember. Um, it's the guy who broke his penis in Scrubs. 
Yeah. When he talks about he doesn't like, he doesn't want to be frightened in front of people because he's got a really weird scream. Yeah. And he sees the ghost later on, and it's just a woman's scream that comes out of his face. Yeah, is that that, that, that yeah, yeah, it did me. Yeah. But did it make you? Because it made me giggle. But then afterwards, I was annoyed because I thought that's the um, Ned Flanders joke from The Simpsons when the murder house thing. Yeah. But yeah, I, I did. I did smile at that. And um, also, it's. It, I think it's because it's like this is Art Deco, you morons. And it's just that big squeal from him, which is because he's got quite a stupid, humorous face, hasn't he, as well? Yeah. So I think it, it does yeah. work. But. Like, did you see when Patty brings the car and she's like, you got a car, you got a car. It's like, Oprah did that Oprah 10 did. years ago. Fucking hell. So, so behind itself. It's And again, like I said, going back to Rowan, it's the, the next to no motivation to do what he's doing. And then he kills himself. And then he possesses Melissa McCarthy. Um, which, why would you want to do that? Just, I don't know, it doesn't. Other than knocking, I just, I don't know. It, I just, I don't know. That's it. That's, I just don't, I don't, I can't find any semblance of a good film in it. There's nothing, nothing that I don't, there'd be no amount of editing or anything to make it into it. And it's not just coming from uh, uh, the, you know, or, you know, the, the battling brigade, uh, brigade against, you know, anything other than, you know, it's the, the holy sort of Ghostbusters thing. It's nothing to do with that. It's just, on its own, I would watch a Ghostbusters remake, mm-hmm. regardless of who was in it, if it brought something new to the table, if, if or if it was justified, mm-hmm. or rebooting it the way they've done it, just, it, it just feels like a massive step backwards. It's not not just for Ghostbusters as a franchise, but for yeah. comedies. Well, comedies movies as a whole. Well, I, I honestly, I I cannot get out of my head how unfunny it is, and not not even like the the scene with the dragon ghost at the concert we've just spoken about. She jumps off the stage. She has to make a joke. No one catching her. Mat. It's a race thing or a lady thing. Because I'm pissed, and it's just like yeah, again, bringing your real life fucking mm. shit into yeah. this film. She gets up and the ghost attached to her shoulder, and everyone's like, "Yeah, but yeah, she's on your shoulder. Uh, she's on your shoulder. Uh, don't say that." And we have this like two minute scene where the ghost is perched on her shoulders, and she's like, "I'm not having that. I'm going home." And I'm sat there figuring out like, "This is not funny. Mm. It's not scary. It's not a threat." Yeah. What? What am What's I? Going- what am I doing? Yeah. What am I yeah. laughing at? And it's like, I, I just think I could sit with five six seven or eight people i don't know apart from a child i don't know who would laugh at it it does feel like nickelodeon it's like someone's written a poor version of ghostbusters for cartoon saturday morning and then smashed all these nickelodeon haunted mansion like gloss all over it and brought it to life like pinocchio or real boys and girls are, are playing it and it's it's poor and i think i can sum it up by the the end when when kevin wakes up and he's like i'm a ghostbuster and they're like what and he's got a sandwich and then they throw it away and he goes, oh, can I have my sandwich? And it throws back to him. And then she picks it up, throws it away. And he's like, can I grab a drink? And it drops to him. And she's like, what are you, a wizard? And it's just, it, it, it's why, it, it, yeah. yeah. Why it doesn't, it doesn't add, again, I come back to it. It literally adds nothing to it. It doesn't help itself either because they're throwing stuff like that, which you can imagine. They sort of went, oh, I can think of any ideas. How can we end this bit with Kevin? Oh, well, just why don't we try this? Someone get a sandwich, we'll try this. It might be funny. And then someone's gone, 
like um, Paul, is it is it Fai Fai Fai? I don't know how you pronounce him. Um, well, it's the director. Um, mm. You know, it, and it's, it's it's almost like people were too afraid to turn around to him and say it's not funny. Yeah, he's just got what he want, and that based off a of bridesmaids. And that's what how it feels to me is that bridesmaids run away here. It was a surprise here. Um, it did a lot. You know, had a, 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 a nice cast of funny act, actors, and it not you know got mm. um. Oh, I can't remember. I almost forget her name. Um, um, you know, uh, my is it like Roseburn? My Rudolph is one of these that you know watch her at the Oscars, and so when she's doing off cuff stuff, I yeah, think she's great. I think she's uh, it doesn't always hit home, but she carries up. She keeps going with it. Yeah. But she's natural with it. Yeah, you know, Roseburn naturally funny person doesn't yeah. have to try. You you could pick, and even if you were going to do a female centric Ghostbusters film, you could pick. Any other different mix yeah. of of ladies, um, and I think even the most talented straight um, or comedic actress or actors could not have pulled that script out no. and made anything spectacular out of it. That's there's 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 nothing memorable in the film. There's there's no dialogue that's memorable. Nothing. It's 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 everyone's lines delivered so flat. Mm. Like like you said, it's it's just almost like it's like a dress rehearsal. Like we're gonna just guys just just riff a few things. Don't matter whether they're funny or not. Just, just you know just get to know each other. Get get into it. Get into your roles and stuff. And they've gone fuck. We've run out of money. We just have to use that cut. Add the effects. Yeah. yeah. It feels so lifeless and. You've got somebody like Egon Spengler in the first film who's so deadpan. Yeah. From the minute where Janine's talking where in one of the scenes and then he like he lifts his head and gets up past the desk and there's a bit of sexual tension and just yeah. just from like a meticulous things are shot. Yeah. To to this just I mean, the scene I did you notice the colour, the saturation is oh the, mm. the colours horrible. Yeah. The um I noticed I don't know if you noticed, but uh, when any of the ghosts get close to any of the actors. There's yeah. a pixel, pixel uh, pixelization on the faces. The, yeah. the intensity of the blue is yeah. too much for, for screens to handle it completely. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah. I get I get they're trying to get you know there's fair play to the effects guys for trying to do something different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but it's like they're in, that's not the problem. It's like you know, fair enough. They bring Slimer into it because I think. Rather than just leave him alone, they think, "Oh, we've got to have slime in it because it's Ghostbusters." So we're slime in it. But then you've got Slimer with a Slimer's girlfriend with a beehive. No, no, no. That's actually comes out the portal. It's it's trans Slimer because it's obviously woke twenty sixteen <laughs> Ghostbusters. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It just it felt unnecessary. It's, yeah, I think that that, that could that could be the tagline of the film, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it feels so. The, the thing is, like the the big, you know, they do the crossing the streams, and then they always sort of they turn around and go, "Yeah, don't whatever you do, don't cross the streams." Um, so you think, oh, fair enough, they're going to go with crossing the streams, but then it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, so they turn around and go, "Oh, by the way, on top, be careful on top of Ecto One. It's got a, it's got something to do with nuclear power on top. Oh, I wonder if we just drop if we drop that in." And fire that, or set up a nuke in the other, you know, the underworld. Yeah, um, that close the portal. It's like, what, 
what? Why? Why would you even build that? Why would fuck would you put a nuclear device on top yeah. of a hearse going around in you know? And again, I, I, people might complain and say, well, in Ghostbusters they had you know nuclear accelerators on the back, but they were on the back. They were fully aware of it. They didn't turn around and go, oh, by the way, this is. Yeah, it's not like yeah, it's not it's not suddenly a magic reveal where it's pulled from under the like it's like the toy box like I've got a, oh look at me I'm a cowboy I'm an Indian oh yeah well look at me I'm Robocop but it's like it's not yeah. a trying to one up the story to go we've got a magic glove. Am I wrong in saying that it was um, it was only when the ghost stole Ecto One that she revealed? Yeah, yeah. great. We've given great. We've given a ghost a nuke. Let's get out of here. Yeah, yeah. That, it's, 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 it's bad. And you might think we're cutting corners, but that is the literal dialogue. <laughs> you just said absolutely yeah. right. It's not an exaggeration. It's it's so poor. And the, the I think as well, I'll give it, I don't know if it's Neil Casey, his name is Rowan, I think it is. Um, Saturday Night Live, I'm sure he is. Um, he's probably the best one in it, is in the fact that he looks like he's a character, like he is actually in character. He's, he's, he's consistent. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, his performance is consistent throughout the entire thing. And the thing what does fuck me off though, and out of nowhere, and this is the this comes into the physics of it all. You know, his master plan is all the way along, written on in that book that he was going to kill himself. He was the catalyst. Ap- you know? Apathetic is the book as well. That's a grown man that well, drew that book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just spelling out for the dummies in the audience. Yeah, that's it, yeah. So, so he, he goes through with it and everything. And when he becomes this ghost, he's still that maliciousness about him. He's going to be the fourth catalyst or whatever, the final catalyst, whatever they call it, to bring about the end of the world. Um, and all he does is sort of bring these ghosts out to just sort of swarm about New York City. There's no real sort of big, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And then it, it's when he turns around and he says, right, I'm going to lead them. So they do a, a tiny riff on the, you know, choose your destructor. Yeah, sort of thing, and it becomes the animated Ghostbusters symbol. Now I remember seeing the toy for the someone leaked, you know, that they were like yeah. toy fair and took a picture of the toy before the film was released, and I was like, "Well, serious? That's the villain? That's that's you know?" And I know we've had the staple of Marshmallow Man, and people probably would have thought the same if they'd done if it been this way around. But it's the fact that he, he turns into this giant. I'll call it a sackcloth ghost because it literally is. It's yeah. it's with a bow tie for no reason whatsoever. Looks like a classy member of the KKK. That's yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's you see, first I had a problem because they had the the, the ghost floats on the like the Macy's Day Parade, oh. which didn't make any sense no. at all to me. It's not like you know the, why why balloon why. Why does suddenly, you know, a balloon pops? Does that mean it's got a ghost yeah, somewhere? Why, I don't... why is a car not possessed by a ghost then? If, why, why have we not got old fashioned cars that are driving at them? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, what's that? It was my sofa from 30 years ago. Oh, shit. <laughs> that is going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> the TV cabinet's come back. Fuck me. You know, but it's, it's the, the fact that when Rowan becomes the big Ghostbusters logo ghost, when they start blasting at him, oh, they change the rules again. He starts yeah. burning the, the 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 ghost image starts burning away. It's like it's made out of material. Yeah, it's never fully. You know, in the original, it it they catch and contain. That's the idea. Yeah. The proton packs, they, they, they the stream. Yeah. yeah, the stream captures 
the ghost so they can put them in a trap. Yeah. That's literally it. They don't go any further. It doesn't say anything about it hurting the ghost or anything. They contain it, capture it, done. In this, they just make it up as they go along. Yeah. What, what happens to one ghost doesn't happen to another. It doesn't... I couldn't believe it when, when they have that little fighting montage and as they're getting up and walking away, there's like... I think there's like I think it's a hockey ghost, and then there's like a, a, a um, oh, not an Amish, like a you know kind of an old-fashioned pilgrim kind of yeah. kind of ghost, and he's like been knocked in off, and he's panting as he's dead on is on the floor like he's winded. It's just like, yeah. why? Like what? I mean, again, you reminded me at the end as as, as he's possessing Kevin. So. Um, Rowan is, you've got that little back and forth where he, again he's the only one who's consistent who actually sounds like he's giving a bit of a stick to the Ghostbusters. He pull, he asks them to sit down, he pulls the chair out and she falls down and and is that supposed to be funny? Because um, Chris Hemsworth's got this ridiculous grin on his face and um, uh, cartoon Egon is going ah, <laughs> appreciate the comedy. Like Kate McKinnon was lauded for this role, and I think she's awful. She takes me out of every fucking scene yeah. in the yeah, film. She's... This, I don't know. Every time I watch Kate McKinnon in anything, I just feel like I just feel like she's trying too hard. Yeah, she's the annoying class clown. Yeah, she's she's. <laughs> it sounds. I don't want to bring people down on a personal level, really, but I just feel like. You know they've gone. She might have been flavour of the month for Saturday Night Live, but she's she's mainly famous on Saturday Night Live for playing Hillary Clinton, and that's mm. you know that's yeah. right. Well, yeah. that's quite funny because I think I'm sure that they, the Ghostbusters and Hillary actually stood for her campaign like four or five years ago. And this film was coming out, and and it got a lot of political traction, and and that's where I thought well. Naively, I thought. I mean, it makes no difference on quality, but I thought to myself, Jesus Christ, if this film shit and the backlash it's getting, like, why would you be anywhere near this kind of kind of thing? And then obviously it kicked off with the online, and it's the, it's still the most hated trailer on yeah. on, on YouTube. Um, God bless everyone who's done and voted it. And again, that's not a mean thing to say, but I think you should have a right to say this film was crap or this film was shite or this film is the worst thing that I've ever seen. And in 2018, I had to have a camera up my backside. Fortunately, everything was fine. And I've sat to myself as it was really hurting. At least I'm not watching Ghostbusters 2016. True story. <laughs> <laughs> but all that's all that, all that political backlash, all the, all the online, you know, sexist pigs, stuff like this. Um, and then, like you said, they put it into two scenes in the film. They put it into the, you know, you know, she punches him in the face. Oh, you're a basement. Oh, Rowan, where's your virginity? Just like, really, kids? Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, and then they shoot the ghost in the bollocks. They oh, yeah, that. Fuck. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, it just, and he collapses. Yeah, he does. He holds yeah. his between his legs, collapses on the wall. And I just thought, is it, it's... It's just cheap. It is. It's just, it's a cheap, unfunny, and this is the thing, this is the tragedy, is that it could have opened so many, so many eyes to Ghostbusters. It, it, I can only hope that because the, the people who didn't like it, who hadn't seen the original were introduced to it, mm. had gone back and gone, you know what, it's based on something else, so let's go and watch that, and got some enjoyment out of the originals. Yeah. And, and I just, the thing is, I... <laughs> 
I know we spoke about it, but like occasionally I've, I've watching Ghostbusters stuff and there's been like a full episode of real Ghostbusters and I've watched mm-hmm. and I thought, you know, the, the, these guys gave a shit about the license. Yeah. These guys yeah. cared about it the, from the score to the creepiness of the monsters just, and the ghosts. And I this think, film has took a shit on it. <laughs> I think they should. Have, I think they should have done. If they were going to move on, they should have done an extreme Ghostbusters movie. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was a great little series. It didn't last very long, but it was a good little series, and it was a good follow-on. I just. But you know, I when just, I look at. Bill Murray, um, Aaron Ramis, Ernie Hudson, Dan Aykroyd. Yes, Dan Aykroyd's been in a lot of comedies. Yes, Bill Murray has. But they can act. Mm. And and the, the, the chameleons, they can they can be in, like, Dan Aykroyd from, from Coneheads, God bless him, to Trading Places, to yeah. the Blues Brothers. Uh, Bill Murray from some of the, the serious acting roles he's done to the very deadpan comedies, to silly comedies, uh, yeah. Caddyshack, stuff like that. Um you feel they're real people, and and I just felt that this film was right. I want to get the band back together. What what have we got lying around that I don't? I can just fucking put together straight away and, yeah. and do. I always thought this and Back to the Future would be two films they'd never remake. I can't believe how wrong I was about Ghostbusters. Yeah. I just, I just, I appreciate what they tried with the ghosts, especially when you first see the um, the one on the subway. The, yeah. Yeah, but when I was there, all the terror dogs, <laughs> I was like, well, when they come out of the couch, we spoke about in our first episode. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I can't see a little kid being scared of any of these ghosts. Like you said, they've got the riff on the librarian. She's, oh, I love you, you're beautiful. Then you've got Kate McKinnon eating Pringles. Why are you eating? Once you pop. Yeah, want to yeah. continue that? No, because it's not funny. So why are you talking? Like, the threat's not yeah. real. You're eating crisps. Like, it don't know whether it wants to be serious, whether it wants to be funny. It clearly does not exist in the real world. And the ghost then transforms, and it doesn't transform into this, like, horrific, long-mouthed librarian. It just turns into, like, it's dead, like a skull and yeah. stuff. It's so unimaginative. Oh, it's the, the vomited slime. It's just every time there's an ongoing joke with Christian Wee getting slimed. Constantly, oh, and it just—it's in every crack. Oh, thanks for that film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and I don't—you know—there there are people who would defend it, and there are people who have enjoyed it. And there's yeah. a you know, there's a fantastic Ghostbusters Facebook page, and you know people should go out and look at it. Um, I think it's Ghostbusters fans worldwide or something. It's a really great, strong yeah. community, um, and they have had people bashing on. Um, Ghost was uh, 2016, um, and it does it does draw a lot of mm. arguments. You get people saying, "Oh, why are you coming here to bash that?" And you get people, "Well, it's, it's my freedom of speech. It's you know, mm. you know, it's, it's 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 my right to." And so, well, we don't want to listen to that. And it's the same way you get with a lot of Star Wars um, yeah, uh, people bashing whatever. But it's a great strong community, and I think there is a lot of love for you know for this film. And I'm glad people have found something in it you know those who've gotten away with whatever you know god bless you for finding something worthwhile in it it's just it wasn't there for me there's no there's there's nothing enjoyable i would i would rather go back to a time when when my my kids were babies yeah and and you know this you know milk vomit yeah 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 have you ever have you had it in your mouth yet not yet, not yet. No, no, 
yeah, it's pretty fucking horrendous, and I would rather spend a day having my kids vomit in my mouth than ever watch that again. Yeah, I have to say that I think you're right. I think uh, I, I also I think you're right. I think God bless the people that can find something in it. Re- re- honestly, also, what drugs are you taking or supplements? Because it sounds like an amazing thing. Um, yeah, I also thought there's a very manipulative side came out because when the reviews came in, I was like, this is a train wreck. Before I watched it, I read everything, mm. reread it when it came out, read the script. And I was like, this is a train wreck. I've got to see it just out of morbid, morbid curiosity. And it was getting four, four stars, four stars from these critics. It's, you know, it's the kind of like, let's push the narrative. It's progressive. We've got women here, which we've spoke about a little before. We don't want to like to go into it too much because we like to stay away from that. And, and everyone is entitled to their opinion. Absolutely. But film should be judged on the merit of the film alone. How much do you think that was out of fear? Um, because of how much, how much bullshit came out about everyone who'd been sort of, you know, um, so, uh, you know, uh, sexist and everything. But how much do you think these reviews were honest? Or um, how much do you, you know, I think there must be at least a percentage of these reviews that were, was rating it higher because they didn't want to yeah. be seen as being sexist. Um, Ernie Hudson, prime example, he was very vocal about it shouldn't have been an all female. And, and the next thing you know, oh no, I didn't really mean it that way. And then he's in it. Yeah, it kind of made me felt like the studio went, Shh, you know, and again, this is a thing. It's because people went over the top about it. Just be, you know, the the the, the mainstay is that the people who was very vocal about it being, you know, a, a sexist thing, you know, about it being mm. it shouldn't be women, you know, there is a, an issue there. You know, it's it's mm. it's going to be an ongoing issue, and like we said before, it's, we're not addressing that would want to stay away from that it's what we're addressing is that it's just a very poorly made put together written film yeah oh oh, i I think you're right and i think actually you've touched on a really good thing i think that is it better in 2020 2016 whatever to to be seen as being um like enlightened for say and well this this is a very diverse cast like as people may or may not know from watching these like um one of my favorite things ever is is buffy the vampire slayer this show i think it's a fantastic watch and sometimes it's still mm. hidden because of its silly title yeah. um, which is supposed to be ironic um, yeah but this a few years ago they talked about rebooting that and someone had leaked some documents and it was buffy would be black no mm. problem with people's skin yeah. skin then one character would be Asian and they literally said that they wanted one character of different ethnicity and then a disabled Giles and I was like is this just like a this feels like it's going to be an offensive Olympics at some point like, yeah it's, like, it's, it's this inclusivity um and that you it's, it's an argument that could go on forever because you yeah, it's it's fair enough. It's nice that they say you know they've had problems before. Where they've said you know um, they should if a transgender if it's a transgender character they should be played by someone of transgender. You know that's fair enough. Um, but what it should come down to is who is best fit for that role. And I don't mean that sort of you know based on the the religion, the sexuality, or anything. It's mm. I would rather have if I'm going to watch something about anything like this you know let's just say transgender if i'm gonna watch anything about someone who's transgender 
I would ra- rather watch a good actor or actress yes. in that role who isn't trans. Because you watch the watch, film. Yeah, then watch someone who is transgender who hasn't acted before. Yeah. Because it doesn't, that it shouldn't, it's the performance, it's the story that should carry through. Well, it's also the term acting is you are not something like, right, okay, Harrison, we can't, you can't make Air Force One, you're not, you've never been a president. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Oldman, he'd never, he'd never take a part as a villain. He's been every accent going. Yeah. So, well, we've got a couple of problems with hiring Gary Oldman as Dracula. Uh, one, uh, he's not Romanian. Uh, two, he's not been around. He's not been alive since the fifteen hundreds. Uh, three, he's, he's not a vampire. Oh, fuck. sorry, Gary. <laughs> Who can we get then? Well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we have got a problem. He's actually gone to kill himself, not because of any of that, just because he wants to be undead. But we've got to tell him that he's just dead. <laughs> so, it's, 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 it's a big problem. I think this it does feel like the genesis of Ghostbusters 2016 was, you know, let's do a, a, a female empowered version of Ghostbusters, yeah. and rather than just wanting to make a decent Ghostbusters film. Yeah, they've let that lead the way, and it's that's how it comes across. And again, people might I think you're right. Might, I think you're right. Might get bashed in comments. Fair enough, we get bashed in comments. Get bashed in comments. It's just my opinion, and yeah. I just I just feel it comes across in in its production. Well, like it's, like like we said, we're not. It would be stupid to not look at what happened behind the scenes and and, and, and the the media frenzy that was created. We don't when we talk about it, we're not picking a side or anything. We're just giving our opinion on stuff, and so and and not really into that. But it does have an impact. Mm. And the culture war, as 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 like that happens every so so many like every decade or whatever. But you know, where back in the seventies, punk and anti-establishment stuff. Suddenly, we had this like 2014, 2015, we had this kind of like um, wokeism that affected films, which which came into it where people were just going, well, you know, that film looks all right, that film's going to win an Oscar, this film's going to do that, because they could just see that they were pandering, um, which is, again, that's not my, I'm not here to say whether that's right or wrong, that's up to them. But then, like with Ghostbusters, you get the reaction to the, we don't want this shit forced down our throat. Mm. Give us a Ghostbusters story, or if you want to make a female story about ghost catching, write, write an original fucking story and have yeah. it's riffing off Ghostbusters. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I think at some point, audiences are allowed to say that it's shit and get and, and, and give a film criticism. Like I will say, it is one of the it is a slap in the face to actual the ethos of Ghostbusters. Yeah. If you yeah. explain Ghostbusters to somebody who's never seen it or an old generation, they might feel, well, it's a bit of a silly title, you know, it's uh, it's about ghosts, but actually it's it's about three men starting a business together. And it's fantastic. Yeah. And, and yeah. it's situational, it's deadpan, it's all different kinds of comedy, it's brilliant, and it's subtle. Yeah. Which is yeah. funny to say about a film with ghosts and this staple marshmallow man that crushes the city. <laughs> this film misses everything about it it's it's ghostbusters by only title and even then the end credit says ghostbusters answer the core and they can't even be consistent in that almost like they thought shit we're gonna get back last year or shit this does feel a little bit wrong um let's have a rebrand up oh, too late we'll just stick it on the end credits yeah yeah it's yeah it's uh well that's it there you are that's yeah. it. It, it it is just it's a poor film 
made a, made up a wrong choices that you know I don't know I don't know and again it's like you people can hang on for afterlife people can say oh, Ghostbusters afterlife that could be you know that's that's the true sequel and everything it's great they're not rebooting everything mm-hmm. you know there's no pretense that it could be a pile of shit of course it could be absolutely yeah, it could be an absolute pile of shit um, and but we'll talk about that fairly. I won't, you know, yeah. I won't be going into it going, oh, this is the best sequel ever because it's a direct yeah. sequel to Ghostbusters one and two. I'll, I'll base it on its merits. That it's like, well, I'd like to do a, re- you know, done this review based on <laughs> answer the call's lack of merits. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's been, it, it, it's just, I think this film to me stands for everything that's wrong in Hollywood with with with, with film with yeah. with um like I don't know say 20 years down the t- I mean like people uh, were fed up with this like f- it's female it's about as much female female empowerment as 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 the Spice Girls were and the Spice Girls they were intentionally designed to be attractive to young girls and get the conversation about girl power going right yeah. This was thrown down our throats on a daily basis of finally we've got heroes girls can look up to, which I think actually takes the piss out of the heroes that we do have on screen that, yeah. that girls can look up to. What they don't realise is ramming this crap down your throat puts people off. Um, you know, because God bless you, there'll be, like you said in the group, there'll be some girls that dress up as those ghostbusters and God bless yeah. them, they enjoyed it, they're young, you know. Okay, they might grow up and watch the '84 film later and think, "Oh my God, this film is shit." But I was a kid, you know. Yeah. So I'm not yeah. bashing it for them, but for people like us and our age and adults watching it, you actually just get it just waters down the actual true, like female role model characters. These yeah. guys aren't supposed to be. The thing about Ghostbusters one is they weren't um, they weren't role models for men. Yeah. I was told. I was told. Will you get enough role models in your film? Well, no. Bill Murray's character, Egon, uh, Winston was 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 um, an everyday guy that was. If there's a steady paycheck in it, I'll do anything. They were real men that we were watching. Real guys. I don't yeah. have to watch a film and go, oh, I'm relatable to him. Yeah. Uh, same the Star Wars thing where they were like, well, we, you know, some of the community were going, we need to make Finn and Poe gay because you guys have your you 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 guys have your. Um, your representation in a film. And the, and the last time I checked is I really like Luke Skywalker, but I can't remember being a, a space wizard myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it, it's just, it really, if you want it, Hollywood wanted to do a film, go away and have fun. But I really think it thought it could use Ghostbusters as a, as a, as a bit of a, like an outfit to, to, to pull yeah. this forward. And I think it was a big mistake. I, I think they didn't back on the fact of how much how popular this film still is today yeah that's it yeah so um yeah i'll i'll straight into it um if you're happy to with uh rating yeah absolutely uh, you, you, you didn't even call it a soggy biscuit you called it milk vomit biscuit oh, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna milk dip your biscuits in milk it's vomit. like a regurgitated rusk yeah I, <laughs> yeah I, i've got to join you mate yeah i would it's um yeah, I, th- I think this biscuit's been found at the back of the cupboard from four years ago. <laughs> Paul, Paul feeds <laughs> arse biscuit. <laughs> it's a soggy biscuit in the wrong way. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Yeah, I'm it's, sorry yeah. for <laughs> inflicting that. That's, that's and, so and, yeah. 
this is <laughs> that's the thing I think that you've not watched it till now and I respected your opinion totally and there was a lot of people online that were like you've got to watch it and if you don't you're sexist kind of thing um, and I will just say there's a web a, a, a big YouTube channel probably one of the biggest YouTube channels Cinemasca with the angry video game nerd but he doesn't do as many of those anymore he's, he, he's known by his proper name as James Rolfe and he's one of the most gentle funny swears all the time in character but he's hilarious and every time he does like a blockbuster kind of or a whole film review he's so informative he doesn't go into any kind of background or political and he brought a video out saying i refuse to watch this film the first film is one of the best films i've ever seen it's not needed so i've got no interest in watching it. it's not a continuation i won't watch it real life journalists paid journalists were writing articles on him saying he's a sexist really? he's got yeah everyone's put him up saying what a guy in the community youtube he's been on youtube since 2006 he's had no scandals he's happily married he's one of the great nicest person he helps people out he has people on all the time and people were writing he was getting death threats and people trying to dox him where he lived and paid real journalists was trying to put words in his mouth and i think that's the thing i went to watch it you didn't i respected your opinion not to watch it i wish will smith had come along and tagged me in the face with his memory zapper um it's had so much shit along with it and and now i can just look back and say unanimously you've said it unanimously i've said it but the fact is i don't understand the film's defenders critically from a point of view is shit like that can happen like it just blows my mind it's not like the defending schindler's list or <laughs> the last crusade or, sorry raiders of the lost ark or jaws or something do you know what i mean you're yeah. you are literally yeah I've, it, i feel this could go on forever actually so i'm just gonna say i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna just go and throw up because i want some fun now <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, so was, like I said, sorry to put you through that, um, Dan. So, it's well um, made me bulimic. <laughs> Again, it would have been a better title, huh? more honest. Um, so, I get to yeah. stick that sure. <laughs> So, um, so thank you very much, everyone, for watching. Um, again, let us know what we think. Are we way off the mark? Did you really enjoy it? Are we just set in our ways? Um, spoiler alert, no. Um, <laughs> so just give us a like, subscribe, if you wouldn't mind. Um, you know, helps us out, puts us a little bit higher in the algorithms of YouTube and, and stuff, Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram, um, stuff. And yeah, any requests, put them in the comments because we will get around to requests very soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if, especially if there's something that's, you know, you deem quite shit and you want us to pull apart. I mean, if you want us to, to review <laughs> you know, anything like that, then just just get in touch with, with like, you know, it's been nice to have a really mixed bag. Um, going yeah. Forward. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We do have to appease the, the Lord and Saviour, James. <laughs> um <laughs> so um yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna say good night mate um yeah and and, and wash away these horrible memories <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. yeah i'm gonna get steam stinking drunk <laughs> <laughs> right my good man um again i will apologize and i'll be apologizing forever um so um much like ghostbusters 2016 i'm out of here <laughs> goodbye mate, <laughs> I'm out of here, mate. Bye. take it easy